This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson. Logan, of course, 10-year NFL veteran. I host the Hoffman Show on the Team 983-6 every weekday. Used to be on the beat covering Washington. Uh, if you're new to the program, make sure you're subscribed. We would appreciate it anywhere you're listening or watching right now. So the other name that came out over the weekend, Logan, is Anthony Lynn, uh, former Chargers mm-hmm. head coach, uh, was last year, like I guess two last years ago, if you will, uh, the OC in Detroit. They move on from him. Their offense took off under Ben Johnson this year. But Lynn went out to San Francisco this past season Uh and was the assistant head coach under Kyle and, and had some other responsibilities as running backs coach, I think, yeah. um, out there. So um, what do you make of him as a candidate? And, and also, uh, as we were talking about this before the show, you, you, you noticed a pattern here that, that to you speaks to something perhaps even larger than Anthony Lynn. Yeah, I mean, so the, I think the pattern is interesting. They just seem to be inter- interviewing a lot of running backs coaches. I know there's a lot of guys who are not running backs coaches, but that seems to be something that they're – prioritizing or maybe they're prioritizing I don't know it just it, it seems a little weird because I'm trying to think like there are very few you know OCs who are former running back co- I mean they've been a running back coach at some point in their career in their career but to go from running back coach to OC it just seems like an unusual path you know like they usually go a line coach quarterback coach even tight ends coach that's a very like a more common way to go but so I, I just was surprised by that because um, you know, usually running back coaches lack a little bit of like detailed understanding when it comes to the pass game and they lack a little bit of detailed understanding when it comes to the, I don't want to, this is a big generalization, so it's not true for everybody, but of the details of the offensive line when it comes to blocking certain looks, right? Because the back just is kind of reading the, reading the play out and oftentimes they're not talking super specifically about like the fronts or the adjustments versus this pressure and um, so I don't know. It just is interesting. Now, Anthony Lynn is a little bit different because he was a former head coach because he was an OC in Buffalo for a while. Um, you know, he kind of there's a quote of him when he was in Buffalo getting the job and he said, oh, you know, like my we're going to find a way to take shots down the field and be explosive and do all these different things. I'm not sure how that turned out for him that year, but um, <laughs> I, it is it is interesting to me that his name comes up because I, I know him as a head coach. His offenses were okay in Buffalo, not great. The teams were okay, not great in Buffalo. So uh, it, I find it kind of interesting that he comes up. And uh, he did have a relationship with Jack in Jacksonville. I think Jack fired him after a year or something like that. So maybe that's what it is. But, um, you know, I think his reputation is very positive. But in terms of, like, actually calling plays, uh, I think he's kind of had, um, you know, limited success, I would say. 
Yeah, uh, I'm looking actually through all of the uh, the OCs right now, and it's definitely mostly quarterbacks, coaches, assistant quarterback coaches. You got a couple of O line coaches in there, um, but like you said, the the profile here is super interesting, yeah. and obviously everyone talks about how much Rivera wants to run the football, and that's how they want to build this team. But to you, like when we were talking about this before the show, you said then you shouldn't be necessarily looking at running backs coaches. Right. You should be looking at O-line coaches. Um, that does to me, though, I, I guess at least if you're a running backs coach, there's some elements of the passing game that you're familiar with. And depending sure. on how you run your offense, like some running backs, uh, you know, line up in the slot quite a bit. And you have to understand a little bit more there where the, the offensive line literally doesn't care about the the pass concepts other than like, Hey, this is a this is a deeper developing concept, or this is quick game. Um, there's there's not the, the actual ins and outs of the route um, are are second or are, I would say not even secondary. They don't matter. Um, mm-hmm. That said, it also matters who you know and what staff and all those kinds of things. And I do wonder if someone like Lynn, who's been a head coach, perhaps um, could bring in other folks that that he sure. likes. And you know, yeah, no, I'm gonna come with this. Oh, or this uh, wide receivers coach, and he's great at teaching the nuances of the routes the way we want them taught, uh, and that's something that that they can worry about. And I'll focus on the things that I'm great at. Not everyone can be great at everything. Like if you're mm-hmm. if you're a, a quarterback coach, yeah, you know some of the finer or you know a lot of protection stuff, but the finer points of teaching it, like the points of emphasis on sure. hand placement, like you're not gonna know. So how much of it is like who you know and who you can bring versus your own skill set? Because someone like Sean and Kyle, like they get out there and they run routes with receivers and they're stopping down and it looks really great in training camp and everyone's like, wow, look at the attention to detail. But if you're, I don't know, if you're Bill Callahan, like getting in there with the O-lineman, you know, doing that as the OC, it may not get uh, quite as much credit, even though it's just as important as long. And then you just rely on your receivers coach to, and your quarterback and the quarterback's coach to, to take care of some of that other stuff. Yeah. So a couple things there. So first let me say like the fact that Lynn was hired by Kyle, I think is a really, is a testament to him and the level of detail that he's going to approach things with. Cause Kyle does not tolerate, um, you know, a, a non-detailed coach very well. He wants guys to, to, he holds guys to a very high standard. So the fact that he's in there, I think, and he's the assistant head coach, which is a very, um, it, it kind of is a symbolic title largely, but it is significant that you get that title. It shows that they have a lot of respect for you. It increases your pay, all those different things. So I think that's part of it. Um, in terms of, so, so when I say the detail thing, so let's just take Sean, for example, like Sean knew the rules on every single protection. He knew the rules on every single route. He knew the rules for every single drop back. And that was him as a tight end coach. He knew all of that stuff in, in a, at a very high detail level. And, um, and traditionally, you know, like the, you know, the running back coaches that I've been exposed to are great coaches at coaching running backs. But in terms of having that comprehensive, detailed understanding of the offense, it hasn't been to that level, which is, again, maybe my, my career bias because I'm like, oh, like uh, this is an awesome dude. He knows how to coach running backs at a really high level, but he never had like that transcendent quality. And obviously, Lynn does because he has been a head coach. So some someone somewhere thought, man, this guy's pretty impressive. And I've heard him give interviews. He's a very, very sharp guy. You know, does that make him a good play caller? You know, I think his career is a little bit hit or miss in that area. But yeah. um, so that, that's kind of what I'm saying when I say knowing stuff. Because like, 
all the guys now that I that I played with uh, or that coached me that are now in OC positions, their level of detailed understanding of the offense was incredibly high because they could coach literally any position. They, they could say, hey, the quarterback, hey, we're going to go. This is the read progression. Now, they like you, like to your point, sometimes you need a special quarterback coach who says, hey, you know, when we're on our – when we get to our fifth step, it's really a fifth and a little bit of a hitch to get this ball out. You know, I don't know if Sean or – you know, Frank Smith or Wes Phillips would know that level of detail to coach the position, but they knew where the ball should go versus coverage X. So that's more what I'm talking about. It's just kind of this global understanding of the offense. And to your second point about can he bring people in, I think there is an advantage to that. There's an advantage to saying like he knows people, he's been around for a long time. Person X is a very good O-line coach. We need to get him in here. Person Y is a very good quarterback coach who's good at developing young talent or maybe he's a younger coach that i was exposed to when i was wherever i was and i want yeah, to give I mean, him an hey opportunity. you can get some some guy from kyle's staff out in san francisco poach him you know that kyle kyle's been mentoring then that's a that's a great person to have right and i think um i so i so i, I don't think it just it just seems like a strange it's a strange position to pull from running back coach you like usually you see hey it's a quarterback coach it's an o-line coach it's um you know even a receiver coach i'd be a little bit like what's that about because they don't usually have a global understanding of the offense the way those other positions do even a tight end coach because they like we talked about they coach protections they coach routes they coach yeah. all the different elements of it so um that, that's the only reason that i'm kind of like this is a weird point of emphasis but um you know of the two i'm definitely more excited about the enemy but i don't know if, i think that's probably more associated with name recognition i think it's like lynn's probably a because he's called plays he's done it in his own kind of sphere before um maybe a better endorsement of him than people want to give her credit for or at least yeah. i do yeah definitely so he He's been a part of some really good run offenses, and I think that's obviously the appeal. Um, you know, he was there with Rex Ryan and those Jets teams that went to back-to-back AFC Championship games. He, he was the his running backs coach on those teams, um, and then I think was also fifteen sixteen would have been with Rex in Buffalo. Uh, he was the assistant head coach and running backs coach there, and then eventually the OC uh, in that that second year before getting to the Chargers as head coach. Um, so, and even like his year in Detroit last year, like, were they good? No. Um, were they a team that were as good as they were offensively this year? Absolutely not. But they did have some pretty big rushing numbers. Like DeAndre Swift had a good year and and Jamal Williams had a good year. Um, and so it, it is like what he does, he clearly does well. The question is, is what he does what you want? And the same thing uh, for, you know, all these other guys that we're talking about. Like, what is the philosophy? How does it uh, go to the the personnel that we have here? And can you implement and teach it? And, and then we get back to all the stuff we were talking off off the top. But um, it is interesting that you know Charles London, Bianami, even though again he's he and Lynn have been OCs. Like, it is a there, there's a there's a clear path. Like Rivera is telling us something about this. He's not going nuts getting a bunch of quarterbacks coaches in here for mm-hmm. interviews. Yeah. And I do think this is another thing I wanted to bring up about the coordinator thing. Just because you're a good coach does not mean you're a good coordinator. Like it's a different type of coaching. And I think that's important for people to understand. Like I'm sure Lynn, Lynn, I'm sure all these dudes are fantastic coaches. That's why they're in this mix. It's right. just about taking, 
that style of coaching and saying, does this project to being a coordinator on some yeah. level? Does and that's where something like Lynn's head coaching experience is, right. is would be good. Cause I mean, he was a good head coach in LA. He wasn't great, but like he yeah. had a couple of double digit win seasons, his first couple of years um, there. Yeah, they were 12 and, and four with uh, Philip Rivers his first year. Yeah. And then obviously things went a little sideways. Uh, they ultimately uh, get rid of him and bring in Staley as they draft Justin Herbert. But you know, if you can get up in front of the room and command the room, like that's yeah. that's a huge skill as a coordinator. And Lynn very clearly has that um, and has a lot of experience doing that in front of the full room, nevertheless, just the offensive room. I mean, absolutely. So I think that's why, you know, like when you're so, – so there's a couple things like on a resume that I like to see. I like to see, hey, was this guy a pass game coordinator? Was he a run game coordinator? Because that shows that you are developing a plan you know how to kind of game plan and make things happen. The other thing is you want to see how they communicate with the team because that's a huge part of it. Because like you're not just teaching four guys, you're teaching 30 guys. And that is something that is really hard. And, um, you know, one of the things Kyle used to do, and again, that I think is really interesting, is he would do his offensive install with the entire team in there. He would like, so some, like I've been on staffs where the O-line would leave, the tight ends leave, and he would let the position coaches do that. But one of the things I think Kyle did a good job was identifying, like, I'm good at installing and communicating coaching points. So I'm going to do this for the whole team. And I thought that was really interesting to kind of know where your strengths are. And, and, and then it also speaks to the thing you were talking about earlier. Do you hire a whole bunch of coaches you trust to, like, break out and install the offense the way you want to install it? So I think all that stuff is really compelling. And I think a guy like Lynn who's had that type of experience as a head coach, he can delegate. He's a position coach. He can – he knows the X's and O's, I think is really, is value. It, it is valuable. That's why Studesville is interesting, right? Because he's been a coordinator at some point in his career. That's why Schumer's interesting because they've done it. You know, they have experience with it. And the enemy is good because, again, he, I think, probably handles the actual day-to-day -day installs. I don't know if he handles the play calling. But all those things make you gravitate towards those candidates because they've done it. And because you only have a year here, like, you need to make sure the person you're hiring feels very comfortable doing that. No doubt about it.